In today's show, Bitcoin slides to $29,000. I'll be breaking down the latest technical analysis. And Bitcoin hash rate hits yet another all-time high. And check this out. Bitcoin advisors Max Kaiser and Stacey Herbert are Bitcoin maximalists who volunteer and are helping the president and El Salvador become the new Singapore. Let's go. Also, check it just 11 months out into the next Bitcoin halving with the estimated date to be April 7th, 2024. Also in today's show, the U.S. government may freeze American bank withdrawals as currency panic and capital flight mounts, according to Macro Guru. I'll be breaking this down for you, as well as New York Attorney General proposed Poses the strongest and most comprehensive set of state crypto regulations. Also, more breaking news. Stripe tackles the cold start problem with the launch of a fiat to crypto on ramp. Also in today's show, bad news cannot stop Bitcoin now, says popular crypto analyst. I'll be breaking down his outlook of a $50,000 Bitcoin price target this year. Also in today's show, Bitcoin super cycle may be happening, says commodity strategist Mike McGlone, quitting him here. Looking for a super cycle, Bitcoin outperforms commodities with declining risk. Bitcoin beating gold, the top performing old guard commodity in 2023 to March 20th by almost 10x may be indicative of a super cycle happening in crypto. Also be sharing with you this throwback prediction from Three Arrows Capital CEO predicting Bitcoin can hit two and a half million dollars in a super cycle top. We'll also be taking a look at the overall crypto market. All this plus so much more in today's show. Hey, what's good, crypto fam? This is first and foremost, a video show. So if you want the full premium experience, visit our YouTube channel at CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Again, that's CryptoNewsAlerts.net. And welcome everyone just tuning in. This is pod episode number 1274. Today is May 7, 2023. I'm your host, JV. And as you can see here on your screen, the market is pumping once again. You gotta love it. Bitcoin returned to 29,200, up 1.5% for the day. Ether up over 2% as well, marching on up towards that $2,000 mark as all the major cryptos are pumping back in the green. And checking out coinmarketcap.com. Crypto market cap just shy of $1.2 trillion with 28, uh, 28.5 uh, billion in volume in the past 24 hours. Bitcoin dominance at 47.1% with the Ether dominance climbing at 19.4%. And checking out the top 100 crypto gainers in the past 24 hours, we have Block Stacks up almost 7%, trading at just under 74 cents, followed by Render Token up 6%, trading at $2.20, followed by Optimism up 4%. Trading at a dollar ninety and checking out the top one hundred crypto gainers for the past week. We have RNDR up eight percent. We have INJ up four percent. One of the biggest losses is Cake down six percent, as well as Wu and Cost both down three point four percent. And checking out the Crypto Greed and Fear Index, one of my favorite indicators, shows we are currently rated as sixty four in greed. Yesterday a sixty, last week a sixty, and also last month a sixty four in greed. So there you have it. How many of you are? bullish on the king crypto let me know in the comments below and now let's break down today's bitcoin technical analysis and check out the charts and what's happening bitcoin failed to conquer the thirty thousand level yesterday and the subsequent rejection drove it south by over 1500 the altcoins are loused slightly in the red on the daily scale with each struggling to remain while trying to recapture that 
2000 price action as of now. So after the unfavorable start of the week, we saw Bitcoin slumping to under 27.8. The asset began its recovery almost immediately, spiking to $29,000 on Thursday. This came even after the U.S. Fed's latest interest rate hike, a 25 BPS. The crypto went on a roll on Saturday morning, which drove it to 29.9, just shy of that 30,000 mark. And as the bulls were prepping to take down the coveted 30,000 line, the bear stepped up and pushed Bitcoin south yet again. As a result, Bitcoin dropped by over 1,500 bucks in hours and fell to a daily low, a 28.4 on Bitstamp, but it has been able to recover with the current price action above 29,200. And now let's check out some of these alts. The Pepe Show. It's safe to say that the past few weeks belong to the new craze in the crypto and meme coin space, which is Pepe the Frog. It went on a tear shortly after its launch in mid-April. The past week alone saw a massive surge of 350%, which made it now the 40 fifth largest crypto. I think I've seen it go as low as the 42nd, and which is crazy. The latest pump came after it was listed on Binance alongside Floki Inu, another meme coin. So there you have it. And most of the larger cap coins are in less favorable positions, but the market cap is climbing once again at the time of this recording and recovering. And as pointed out here, the Bitcoin hash rate hits yet another all-time high. And when you have strong network fundamentals, the price tends to follow. So I couldn't be more bullish right now. And as you can see here, there's only 336 days away, which is 11 months precisely from today, from the next Bitcoin halving, scheduled to be April 7th of 2024. How many of you are pretty stoked for this happening event? Let me know in the comments right down below. And welcome to everyone tuning in to today's live show. Now let's break down our next story of the day and discuss what's happening with a potential of the government freezing all your withdrawals in your bank account. That's right. Hedge fund manager and macro econ uh, economic expert Hugh Hendry just issued a major warning on the U.S. banking system and the American economy as a whole. In a new interview with Bloomberg, Hendry says mass panic and capital flight away from the U.S. banking sector is entirely justified. I'd say that again. Hendry says a further decline in the M2 money supply, which is in part tracking the money in liquid checking accounts, could convince the U.S. government to step in to prevent citizens from taking their capital out of the banking system, quoting him here. Sometimes it's kind of relevant to panic. I would recommend you panic. You have seen the biggest waterfall decline in M2 right now. M2 is deposits, not loans. That's the deposits fleeing the system and going into money, market funds. That can reach a crescendo where the Treasury and the Fed may have to come in and actually restrict you. And you're right as a U.S. citizen to pull money out of the U.S. banking sector. Could you imagine that happening? You go into the bank saying, yo, I need some funds. Oh, unfortunately, we can't do that for you today. How crazy would that be? Well, that can be a reality. Hendry says that capital flight from U.S. banks is not solely about fears on whether the FDIC will ensure deposits above 250000 and a blanket guarantee on deposits would not solve the problem. There is capital flight, deposit flight from the banking sector seeking yield. I fear that. I don't say this lightly, but in 1934, the Federal Reserve Act confiscated gold from U.S. citizens. We're at that point where the Fed and the Treasury officials, I'm sure, are having to consider a gate, a lock on the U.S. De bank deposits. Wow. Now, when it comes to where Americans can place their capital amid the uncertainty, Hendry says this is a go-to, which is U.S. Treasuries and potentially 
Bitcoin, I'd agree on the Bitcoin part, quitting him here, it's time to own the most reviled security in the universe, the ultra-long treasuries. I know y'all think y'all got an inflation problem. It was a supply shock, and a supply shock needs the manifestation of more and more bank printing of loans to propel it into the future. We're getting the opposite. The ultra-longs are trading two to three standard deviations below the ETF, which is exchange-traded fund. I am not uh, got the bug, but Bitcoin is something I could conceive as an asset class that can trade three or four times higher in the next five years. There is no other asset class that I can make that determination. 100% facts. I mean, the safest horse and the fastest horse in the race is most definitely the king crypto, Bitcoin. Let me know if you agree or disagree with the comments below. And what are your thoughts surrounding the banking sector right now? Do you feel safe keeping your money in the bank? As I advise everyone every show, only keep in the bank what you're willing and affording to lose because that money could disappear at any moment because it probably doesn't even exist in the first place. Just saying, welcome to Fractional Reserve Banking. And with that being shared, fam, now let's discuss crypto regulations ramping up. This is the most comprehensive set of crypto regulations proposed by the New York Attorney General. Let's break it down. New York Attorney General Letitia James proposed a new set of state crypto regulations, which she says will increase transparency and enhance investor protections in the digital asset sector. Yeah, like they care about us investors. (laughs) James rolled out the 30-page piece of potential legislation in a press release on Friday, arguing it would represent the strongest and most comprehensive set of crypto regulations in the nation if passed. The bill would implement public audit requirements for crypto exchanges and require them to publish listing standards for crypto assets. The legislation would also aim to reduce the conflict of interest issues in the crypto space by outlawing common ownership of crypto issuers, marketplaces, brokers, and investment advisors. It would also ban crypto brokers and marketplaces from trading from their own accounts, and it would prohibit brokers from trading customer assets. The regulations would also require crypto platforms to reimburse customers who are the victims of fraudulent or unauthorized transfers that would also ban the use of the word stablecoin. Interesting. To describe digital assets that aren't backed up on a one-to-one basis by dollars are their high-quality liquid assets. Here's what she said. Rampant fraud and dysfunction have become the hallmarks of the cryptocurrency, and it is time to bring law and order to the multi-billion dollar industry. New York investors should have the peace of mind that these are the safeguards in place to protect them and their money. All investors Investments are regulated to account for every penny of investors' money. Cryptocurrency should be no exception. These common sense regulations will bring more transparency and oversight into the industry and strengthen our ability to crack down on those that don't pay respect to the law. So there you have it. Let me know if you agree or disagree with Letitia James and her uh, alleged you know, proposals. Uh, for, you know, the crypto crackdown to continue. I'm not a big fan of the regulations there in New York as they've been hurting investors, in my humble opinion, for a long time by not allowing them to participate in a lot in this market. Just pointing out the obvious. And now for the latest of what's happening with Strike, which is a a major payment processor, which now has a crypto on-ramp. And then we'll dive into a $50,000 Bitcoin price prediction for this year, followed by a discussion of a Bitcoin super cycle, which can propel the King Crypto to $2.5 million per coin. And then we'll dive into some live uh, Q&A. And welcome to each and every one of you tuning in to the live uh, show. So yeah, let's break down our next story of the day. Internet payment processor Stripe introduced a fiat to crypto on-ramp to address the cold start problem faced by Web3 companies due to customers not having crypto in their wallets to carry out the transactions. According to 
the May 4th statement, Stripe's newly launched fiat to crypto on-ramp, which Stripe itself will host, will allow the Web3 companies to offer US-based customers the ability to purchase crypto at the precise moment, which they need it, without the need to embed any code into a website or an app. Instead, customers will be directed to a link to convert their fiat into crypto. Now, the head of the engineering for crypto at Stripe said Stripe would handle several compliance-related tasks for Web3 companies using the on-ramp, including conversion and authorization optimization, identify verification and fraud prevention to help their customers start using Web3 services quickly and safely. It was noted that the built-in fraud detection and identity verification tools were implemented to support companies in meeting Know Your Customer and compliance requirements, and they actually shared this announcement on crypto Twitter. Uh, and implementing the new on-ramp service aims to support Web3 companies by providing a user-friendly way for customers to top up the crypto wallets. And I'm curious, how many of you have ever used Stripe before? Let me know. Quoting them here, companies interested in offering cryptocurrency and blockchain-enabled experiences often face a cold start problem. Their customers don't have the crypto in their wallets to carry out the transactions. Now, several Web3 companies, including privacy-focused browser Brave, decentralized finance protocol OneInch, and blockchain protocol Lens Protocol, have already already implemented Stripe's fiat to ramp uh, crypto on ramp, according to the statement. And James Muggett, vice president of Web3 products at Brave, stated the service will allow the platform to reach new Web3 users. Meanwhile, OneInch co-founder Sergi highlighted the importance of building bridges between Web2 and Web3. Adding Stripe's experience with Web3 companies makes it well-positioned to help. And speaking of Cointelegraph, the co-founder of WalletGuard stated that Stripe's new offering could allow for many people to easily enter into Web3. And he also stressed the importance of conducting due diligence before purchasing digital assets, even if the customer is familiar with the company providing the fiat to crypto on-ramp. He noted, while on-ramping with Stripe to purchase your very first NFT can be exciting. It's important to consider how easy it is to lose your assets as all it takes is one malicious signature. And good warning there. This comes after mobile payment service Venmo announced its own fiat crypto payment service on April 28th. And during an interview at Consensus 2023, PayPal executive Jose Fernandez de Ponte said the new feature would provide a use case for digital assets because now crypto will be used for fast and free near instant transfers between Venmo wallets and PayPal. PayPal wallets, which is basically connecting two of the largest networks and wallets in the country. Meanwhile, Robinhood announced its fiat to crypto on-ramp at Consensus on April 27th. Robinhood Connect allows users to purchase and sell crypto using a credit or debit card in their self custody wallet or natively in decentralized applications. So there you have it. Are you pretty excited for this Stripe integration? Let me know your thoughts in the comments right down below. And now let's discuss a $50,000 Bitcoin price prediction target for this year in 2023. Prominent crypto analyst says that less than favorable news cannot stop the strong momentum of the King Crypto. In a new video update, popular trader Jason Pizzino tells his 300,000 YouTube subs that Bitcoin and the stock market appear to be be shrugging off the bad economic news. According to Pizzino, Bitcoin has kept its head above the waters despite the threat of a recession as well as a banking collapse, quoting him here. For nearly two months, Bitcoin has been trading over $25,000. With all of the bad news that we have seen in the markets, nothing is swaying Bitcoin from hitting 30000 
40000 maybe even $50,000 this year. Even the stock markets are putting aside the bad news, bad fundamentals, looming recessions, sticky interest, banking collapses, and setting new price highs for the year. According to Pizzino, investors waiting to pick up the top crypto asset by market cap at a discounted price will likely not be able to do so. So stack sats now. The analyst says that Bitcoin surviving through an enormous bearish signals earlier this year means it could soon find itself in the thirty-two dollars to $42,000 range, quoting him again. If people are waiting for these lower prices, what the market is telling us, it is not going to go down there. That's the point, especially after the breakout of the double top, when you have a very big macro bearish signal that fails at 50%, which it did here at 19.5, fails on huge bearish news, which was the banking collapse of Silicon Valley Bank and Credit Suisse, and then Deutsche Bank, and then every other bank that has followed thus far, like a domino effect, right? And he continues, when the bearish signal fails and it breaks above that, meaning that it failed, it is most likely a signal to the upside and a macro signal to the upside. So what could happen from here? Maybe we top out at 32000 maybe thirty four, maybe even $42,000. We shall soon see. Let me know if you agree or disagree with the crypto analyst and to watch this video he did entitled Caution, Bitcoin is uh, capitulating and it's not looking good. Check the show notes below the video in the description. And now let's break down the latest from Bloomberg senior analyst Mike McGlone discussing a super cycle. And then we'll also be discussing this two and a half million dollar Bitcoin price prediction for the super cycle top. And then we'll dive into some live Q&A. So let's uh, break this down, shall we? McGlone, senior commodity strategist for Bloomberg, the research arm of Bloomberg, explained on Twitter Tuesday that a super cycle may be happening for the king crypto. This is what he tweeted. Looking for a super cycle. Bitcoin outperforms commodities with the declining risk. Bitcoin beating gold, the top performing old guard commodity in 2023 to March 20th by almost 10x may be indicative of a super cycle happening in crypto, and he shared alongside this chart. The strategist explained that the benefit of Bitcoin has over most commodities is it's a nascent stage, a low and rising adoption versus diminishing supply. And referencing the chart titled Elongated Bitcoin Upwards Trajectory Gaining Fuel, McGlone noted that the elongated upward trajectory to the Bitcoin price compared to the Bloomberg Commodity Spot Index is typical compared with most assets. However, he pointed out what's unique relative to the commodities is the 260-day volatility a Bitcoin bottoming from a new low. He added, if past trends hold, the crypto's volatility is more likely to recover versus commodities when Bitcoin heads towards new highs. The Bloomberg intelligence strategist explained last week why he expects Bitcoin to continue to outperform gold and the stock market facing the Federal Reserve, inflation, and war. 2022 be prime for risk asset reversion and mark another milestone in Bitcoin's maturation, he tweeted on Friday. It's unlikely for Bitcoin to stop outperforming gold stock market amid bumps in the road as the Fed attempts another rate hike, he opined. In a different tweet posted on Saturday, he commented on how recent failures of major banks, including Silicon Valley Bank and Signature, affected Bitcoin. Here's what he detailed. Banking issues may define Bitcoin, crypto dollars. Bitcoin may be progressing to trade more like U.S. Treasury, long bonds, and gold as banks come under stress on the back of the bond price collapse. Bitcoin sustaining above 25000 is a clear sign of divergent strength. And now for this prediction from the Three Arrows Capital C, 
CEO predicting in this throwback back in February of 2021 that Bitcoin could hit a super cycle top of two and a half million dollars and explains why. Quoting uh, him right here. I mean, I think there is an argument that gold itself is very undervalued. If it was the dominant store of value, because this thing was at like 1700 years ago, and let's say gold should have 5x if there wasn't Bitcoin, then really we're looking at a $50 trillion market cap. So then you're already halfway there to $100 trillion, and that's when you will get a $2.5 million Bitcoin price. And I think that is definitely possible. And he also goes on to share, I think that the top of it, we uh, will behave like how gold is now, so low volatility-ish. And I think the way people should think about how that process will go is that it'll be in bursts, right? Where the market looks linear in the short term, it's always up a thousand, you know, down a thousand, and then you get these bursts, and then you get these big repricings, and people can never buy again at that same price. So there you have it. What are your thoughts surrounding his two and a half million dollar price prediction for a super cycle top? And what are the odds, in your opinion, that we hit a super cycle top for this cycle? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. And as I pointed out earlier, Bitcoin happening now only a Officially 11 months away. So let's freaking go. And don't forget to check out CryptoNewsAlerts.net for the full premium experience with video and to participate in the live Q&A. And I look forward to seeing you on tomorrow's episode.